pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Brian. Jason is here. Uh, Kevin is here. And uh, Joe, Joe, I'm glad you're here uh, because I, I think I saw like one text from you the entire week. <laughs> you okay, buddy? Everything okay? Yeah, it's uh, it's May in school. That's all you got to say. It's just almost done. And yeah, I've been pretty much exhausted. I'm, I'm like Kevin, here. We was, saw that tour bus you were rolling. I know. In. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh it's Another, so tough. Uh, tough. Uh, Going on field trips in like goddamn tour buses. Y'all don't know about hard times. <laughs> hard times are where the textile workers can't pay the wages, can't pay the food. <laughs> no, Joe, I, I, I was going to let you slide, though, uh, because I do know that this is Teacher Appreciation Week. Yes. So that's awesome. Oh, I, I have a story about that on uh, TWP After Dark. Wait, Ooh. what's that? I have a story about that on TWP After Dark about uh, okay. Teacher Appreciation Week, but I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought we could dub uh, this week's podcast uh, Joe Appreciation Week. No, Kevin and Jason are okay with that. Yeah. Nah. No. Okay, yeah. Okay. It doesn't. Joe's, Joe's head is starting to swell a little bit. You gotta knock him down a yeah. few pegs. If it, if it means anything, Joe, I was all up for it. Just remember yeah. who your favorite is. Okay. What, what do you get? What do you get? Like I tell my students, what do you get for that? I'm your favorite. I'm like, what do you get for that? I'll tell you what I did get for you. Just like we uh, had a special shout out for Kevin's 40th birthday. Uh-oh. Uh, Brad Hart. Um, please welcome to Joe Appreciation Week, the heartbreak kid, Sean Michael. I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> is it wow, Matt Stryker this, then? This, this is. Got, I thought it was Matt Stryker. I thought you got a Stryker cameo. I really thought that's what you were doing. What? No, I was. I was doing Vince McMahon classic, like the heartbreak kid. I don't think Stryker would cost that much. I mean, no, am I not worth the fifteen bucks that he probably charges? Thanks, appreciate it. No, 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 no. Stryker is a good dude. He did me a solid a couple years ago. Oh, at, I'm not saying uh, that he's not at, at uh, Starcast. I had bought a meet and greet for Tony Schiavone. And oh. for whatever reason, Tony just no-showed. And uh, like the last day of StarCast, I was at a panel and I saw Stryker and I said, hey, I bought a Tony Schiavone meet and greet. Is there any chance you would mind looking to see if he's in the backstage area? I got proof. You know, I showed him, you know, my receipt. Uh, I just, you know, wanted to meet him and striker went above and beyond. Like he, he went in the back, he wasn't there. And then he goes here, come with me. And we went and he, we went to like the, the, like the, the hub for Starcast with the information oh. center. And they put me in touch with someone who then took me then said, Hey, wait right here. They went in, grabbed Tony and Tony came out and talked to me for like 10 minutes. It was awesome. So Striker's all right with me uh, because he really helped me out when he didn't have to. So, uh, Matt well, Striker, if you're uh, watching this or listening to this, you are my favorite teacher. Well, it's well nice that, that that thank, you, thank you. Appreciate that. Well, that's just more proof that teachers like go above and beyond to help True. other people. They always put other people first. Yeah. What have you done for me, Joe? Quality, quality. What have I done for you? What do you need? <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Well, that is definitely a TWP after dark special, <laughs> I think. <laughs> get that answer. <laughs> Guys, but, um, we can start traditionally, though, right? Well, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? All right. I, I will start because we'll have some news on uh, a member of this former group in just a little bit. Uh, I'm talking about Robert <sighs> Strong, and so I'm wearing the the undisputed forever shirt. Could this thing be making a comeback? We will talk about that in a little bit. Because uh, it's UE. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It is. And the red is so much better than the black and gold. So I uh, I toss up, but uh, the red was amazing, and I'm rocking it proudly. Uh, right, Kev, you got something that is very. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it a statement making? <laughs> yes, that's what, that's what I was going for. It is, and I, I will. I will start off with this. <clears throat> you touched on it last week. Ahmed shirts are the, are some of the comfiest ever, right? right? I will say this. I had to. I had to screenshot it because I, for some reason, I cannot remember the dang brand of the shirt. Uh, collar and elbow brand. Mm, I remember that. Super, yeah. super, super comfy. Uh, Jason sent uh, Laura a James Storm uh, Save Water Drink beer shirt, and inside of it was. An extra surprise. One of these, and not, uh, uh, if you ever thought Heath Slater, correct? Uh, Jay, what used to wear this? This this is my gimmick shirt. Oh, I don't know. No, I, I think that was just something collar and elbow. Uh, that's Al Snow's company. Uh, okay, call, yeah. Collar and elbow. A lot of cool wrestling themed apparel, mm-hmm. uh, and I bought that shirt, but they sent me a large. I'm obviously not wearing a large anytime soon. So when I found the Save Water Drink beer shirt, it was a small. And uh, okay. I'm like, I was like, Laura end up with this? <laughs> Laura drinks beer. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. My wife doesn't drink beer. So uh, I gave it to Kevin. And then I was like, oh, I found this other shirt that I'm certainly never going to fit into. And uh, I, I passed it along in the mail. So, uh, see, Joe, that's what doing something for your friends is all about. Oh, wow. uh, you wouldn't friends. know that. Man. Joe, appreciation week's off to a rough start. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> ouch. You're going to turn Joe into an alcoholic. <laughs> no, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> Kevin, oh, over under on how many times Laura wore that shirt. I'm setting it at three. Over uh, Her new shirt? The the drink water, uh, save water, drink beer shirt that she wears it at night, every night before bed. Are you serious? I I kid you not. I kid you not. Well, well over, huh? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll go over then. Fuck you, Brian. You think you're a tough guy and a hot kid trying to make a joke? Just making sure. Okay. Uh, All right there, prime time. What do you got for us? So as of recording, I didn't know what to wear. You know, I don't have a lot to choose from. So uh, I went and just grabbed something out of my closet. Uh, the primetime players, Darren Young, Titus yes. O'Neill. And uh, this is the one where um, WWE was putting that authentic wear tag. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I loved when they did that. That made the T-shirts, like, feel more important than just a dumb T-shirt. And they don't do it anymore because they have softer tees. This is a bit of a crunchy shirt. Um, can't really wear this too many places, but where it would be comfortable. But yeah, the primetime players, yeah. uh, and I'm not doing the the dance. So please, we'll save that for Jay appreciation. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Well done. 
What, what do you got there, Mr. Teacher? Well, I just didn't see Jason didn't do the dance, but I did it for him because I appreciate you too. And I always do things for my friends. So yes, there you go. I did something for you. Mm-hmm. Millions of dollars. Uh, I am going with the uh, more like $10. The original <laughs> Jericho Appreciation Society back in 2000. The original shirt. The Jericho-holic WWF shirt. That's vintage? This is vintage. Beautiful. Nice. And it has the WWF.com on the back like this with the 12 steps of being a Jericho-holic, which I do not know them, and I'm not taking off my shirt to read them, but they are on there. We will have to do it. And it's definitely crunchy and faded because I've had this shirt for 22 years. I bet you you could make a, a mint off of that one, too. You probably make some some money off of that. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Then I wouldn't have my shirt. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously you're doing all right if you're riding to field trips and tour buses. <laughs> no, no, no. My school's doing all right. I'm uh-huh. still a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kids don't know about hard times. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's start with you know the, the worst part about the yellow buses. To open the windows, you had to like put your. Oh yeah, it was oh, that was the worst. <laughs> it was. You had to push the boat in. Oh, it was terrible. terrible mine terrible. had mine. Mine today had a vent that I turned down, and the cool air just hit. <laughs> was it a power window? Was it a power window? Yeah. Uh, no, it had the emergency windows on there. Like you just like pop them off, but like you didn't need the windows because it was air conditioned, and you can turn down. Yeah. Anyway, I don't choose. I don't choose the transportation. All right. Well, it works for you in, in any event. Let's start with the big news that came out uh, Friday afternoon that we had 10 NXT releases. I'll go through the names. We had Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens, Dexter Loomis, Persian Parada, Harlan, Paige Prinziali, Prinziali, Santana George, Draco Anthony, Mila Milani, and Raylan Devine. Uh, some of those names I've never seen or heard before, hence the pronunciation difficulty. Uh, but there's some big names on there. Um, it came out, too, in the, the moments after but that a lot, a, lot of these res, uh, res, um, excuse me, a lot of these cuts were based on them saying, hey, I don't think I'm resigning, or I, I turned out a contract. So you have that. I saw Bivens was one of them. Uh, Dakota Kai, I think, said she wasn't going to resign. Um, so guys, your reaction to these releases when this, when this came down, none of these people are needle movers and, you know, with the exception of Dakota Kai and Malcolm Bivens, none of them are really surprising. Now, of course, those two said they were not going to resign. So what's really interesting is that Bivens has a comedy show and he already sold it out. Like the day after he got released, he launched a comedy show, and it sold out immediately. Uh, For me, I was bummed about Harlan. Parker Bordreau was – Tab is like the next Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And then they shaved his head and put him in a Nails Jr. costume. (laughs) I mean, eh. uh, But, Jay, just last week we asked where he was. You remember that? We were talking about Gacy and the Druids. We're like, what happened to Harlan? Where is he? Well, I guess he was on his way out. So, I guess – the way I'm looking at it is it sucks, but we all have jobs. And if we're not at the level that our employer Mm -hmm. wants us at, we can be let go. 
Um, the only thing that I really do feel bad about, and this shows I do have a heart. Um, who was the girl that was in with the indie Hartwell story? Her partner, per- was that Persia? Persia. Mm-hmm. So Persia is not an American citizen and was here on a, a working green card. She just bought a brand new house like a month ago. Yeah. And then this happens. So I do feel bad about that. She's already got some uh, bookings as far as uh, autograph signings and appearances. There's one here uh, in June that she's already on. So I do feel really bad about that. But overall, this is a better workplace environment for pro wrestling than ever. And I think they're going to be all right. And it, you know, this is the beginning of the NXT is here to develop our people in our way. And, you know, we'll see you down the road. Kev, your reaction? Uh, hopefully we see some of them, majority of them. Who, who, who the hell knows? I think I think uh, Dakota Kai, I think, is my biggest bummer that that left. I know it's her decision, but I just think of the main roster, some of the women on there. I'm like, I think she, you know, she's so tall and little, like little, literally, like so teeny. Yeah. But she can move and she's she's fast. Those kicks, uh, total crazy looks like in, in the ring like uh like uh, how can i say it? like she's losing her mind just so so she talented has some good little character changes like that and then yeah. uh dexter loomis i think it was kind of a bummer too i i don't know i i really enjoyed him i thought the comedy factor of him not even saying anything he was hilarious and his in ring was 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 truly getting uh a lot better week after week uh just kind of kind of a bummer but the thing with nxt is uh it's like, it's like the revolving door. Some people will come in, you know what I mean? The names, it's just, it's hard when you start to get invested in some people and then more new names and, and just green. It's it. I think that's part of the reason why sometimes uh, in the past, I'd be like, boom, I have to watch NXT live. Now it's like, and work has been crazy lately, so I get to, to record it. But then it's like, I find myself kind of watching it almost the weekend after to catch up versus it's not like a, it's not like a must watch show live, like how I like watching uh raw or AEW within, you know, a little bit around that Wednesday time. Uh, it's just, it, it's weird. Hopefully, hopefully it rebounds. They still have so many talented people. Uh, and to be honest, who knows what's going to be next? That's only 10 people. They still have so many, so many more people on the, on the roster. Uh, maybe people in with this, exactly uh, and more and more people tryouts and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, and with the NI is NILs, right? NIL. Yeah. yeah. They're doing that whole thing. Um, but yeah, it's truly developmental. Uh, no, any, anything additional on that? Anything surprising or. No, I'm bummed about Dakota Kai because like Kevin said, the women's division is pretty thin, especially on the SmackDown yeah. side. I thought it could, she could have helped out there. Yes. However, she did. She wasn't going to resign. So who cares yeah. about that? I mean, she wasn't going to come back. She wasn't going to make it to SmackDown because she wasn't resigning. <laughs> Why give her the TV time to build up her brand if she's just leaving anyway? Same yeah. with Bivens. Um, and I agree with Kevin again, this too, for with the whole, I'm starting to watch less and less of NXT live because there's just so much wrestling on and it is getting busier, uh, with work and I've, I got to make a decision. Am I not going to watch NXT live or am I, I'm not going to watch AEW live and I choose AEW to watch live because it's a different brand company altogether. 
So I'm still sticking with Raw, still sticking with SmackDown. And AEW is just making the cut for the simple fact that it's a different alternative, while NXT is purely developmental now. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Jay. There there was a report that Dakota Kai was not seen as main roster talent. I find that interesting because Aaliyah has been on the main roster for like a year. Maybe had three matches yeah, on TV and how she's main roster and Dakota Kai wasn't. I don't understand that. Yeah. We got Shotzi who's been on the main roster for like six months and has had Dang. like four matches and well, lost her, took her tank. tank away and lost her tank <laughs> and her tag team partner. Yeah. And her last name. Yeah. There's a whole lot of troubles when it comes to the, yeah, going to the main. So roster. yeah. When you think about these releases, yeah. would you rather have them stick around try out for the main roster just to get released a month later or completely yeah. change like, uh, you know, cross and Lee, well, or do you want them to just go now and flourish in um, the community? Well, well I mean, nice. this is just proof that NXT is developmental for yeah. WWE and AEW. And that's why I think with uh, Sign more guys, <laughs> Well, that and that's why I think when you look at those names that are releases, yeah, I mean, there's four or five of them that I don't even know if I've ever seen if they've even been on TV. Um, but yeah, Persia was the one I was really surprised at because she kind of came in, had a nice high profile uh, experience of being like, I'm Indy Hartwell's best friend, had this love affair, like middle of this story angle, and I've enjoyed her in ring work. She's got some power to her, mm-hmm. where I'd see her like have you know, like. Two, two women in a tag match like on her shoulder to do like a Samoa drop. So I was really surprised about her because um, I really saw some potential. But the other ones, yeah, all their reasoning, whether it was, yeah, they're not going to come back anyway or don't even know who you are, so that's fine. Um, but Bivens, oh, my God, that dude just cracks me up. I think he put it in his like goodbye video, if you will, was he's like, so, yeah, I was about to go out to uh, Zaxby's. Get some chicken fingers. Um, when the news broke, he's like, I just got one thing to say. Like, Zia Lee, I'll miss you. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? You know, the, you, you look at that and you look at, um, uh, oh, my God. What, what was his name who got released twice? Uh, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick, yeah, who, like, you know, crying is my dream. You know, this guy just comes out and he's just like. Because I think he knew yeah. he's got a bright future ahead of him. I think yeah. he does, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, one NXT wrestler that we now know wants out, but has not been granted his release, Roderick Strong, hence my shirt uh, for this week. This wasn't a surprise to me. Um, his wife, Marina Shafir, released last year. She's now in AEW. Of course, all the undisputed guys are in AEW. So he's a natural fit for AEW, but apparently WWE saying, uh-uh, we're not letting you go. Uh, would you guys be down for Roddy going to AEW, get the full-fledged? undisputed reunion you're shaking your head jason explain been there done that you got the shirt got it yeah he was a ring Doesn't of honor do it for guy you. for yeah. years let him go back and be a guy in ring of honor but that's not gonna happen we know what's gonna happen yeah. tony khan's gonna get another wrestling figure and look the storyline's right itself we've got the ue guys Hopefully Omega comes back soon, four on four, your blood and guts, your whatever kind of match they can come up with. It writes itself. I don't want it. Been there. Done that. Brian has the shirt. 
Maybe I feel differently. I almost wore the shirt tonight for that reason, and it's like I gotta agree with Jason. I don't like Roderick Strong was the I'd like I'd say the weakest member of the Undisputed Era. Because like you said, he was a Ring of Honor guy. And I never really saw like when they broke up, he just like went on and like like no one really cared. Well, he went away. He right. he went away mm-hmm. for a while. And was anyone clamoring was anyone cl- clamoring for I wonder where Roderick Strong went. I think the best way to keep your job in the WWE is to request your release. <laughs> then they will keep you. But if you say you're not going to resign, right. then they will let you go. So you'll just be like, you know, oh, I love it here, but I may not resign. We like to wish you best on your future endeavors. But if you request your release and announce it on Twitter, you are a lifer, my friend. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Kev, any any feelings either way for Roddy? I I almost feel like it needs to be like a kind of a negotiation. I think it needs to be. He, he's way above anything in NXT. He is. I I if 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 I, if he wants to move to the main roster or not, I I don't necessarily one hundred percent know. Throw him with Champa or Tomasa. Throw him as like a two two little man wrecking crew because they're both so, so little. Uh, just just angry. Guys, I, I I just think he's way above anything and beyond anything in NXT right now. Anyway, like he he just doesn't look happy. I, I understand he's he's like a grumpy role and all that, but I don't know. It, it, he I did. Bobby Fish was always my uh, lowest ranking <laughs> in the group before Roddy joined or Roderick, yeah. and then still after when he was part of it. Fish is still the weak link and. Even in AEW, I just don't think Roderick doesn't need to go to AEW and join up join up with them. I I don't know. It's just too many guys. Too many. I think Bobby I mean, Fish was the king of pro wrestling in 1922. <laughs> yeah, and then George Hackenschmidt barn burners all the time. I'm fine with that, honestly, guys, because for many of the reasons you guys said. It's kind of like his whole NXT experience is kind of done. It feels like, um, I don't think he fits on the main roster. Um, he's just, he, he's a great technician. He's a great professional wrestler. He's not good on promos. Oh no. For a guy. He he is not a sports entertainer. No, no. Yeah. For a guy (laughs) who's had all this in ring history. Yeah. I remember, just reading about him in Ring of Honor for years and years. Like, oh, who's this guy that's apparently so high profile? But he just, he's not a compelling promo. There's something about his voice, his delivery. It's not good. So I just say, you know, for purposes of like, let the guy be happy and WWE, you're getting rid of people. Like, why are you keeping this guy? He doesn't clearly fit at all. So I wish they'd let him go. And yeah, the AEW reunion makes sense. It would give a pop you know, for the, when he comes out that one time and then it'll probably just fade away like everybody else. Um, but you into know, dark. Yeah. Yes. Dark. Yeah, exactly. Yes. On YouTube. Um, but yeah, like that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with any of that. Um, uh, but guys, we might be seeing this more and more. So there's a report that really just kind of starting out now that, Quarterly releases could become the norm. Um, talking about this, uh, this was uh, Meltzer, of course, and a, a, my always rule of thumb is with Meltzer, you take everything with a grain of salt, but uh, he's clearly been doing it for a long time. 
Um, he thinks this kind of evaluation could be happening more and more. He says, quote, I think we're going to be seeing more of this when it comes to NXTs. People, they're just going to make decisions that they're bringing a lot of new people in. If you don't make progress there, they're going to get rid of you. In most cases, there's going to be 90-day cycles where they bring in new people and other people are gone. Guys, I mean, that's pretty cold. Uh, no. 90 days is, is not a lot of time. But how do you feel about if this is the intended strategy to essentially keep it moving? I, I'll tell you this, Brian. You have self-admitted with Big Ed, you like to show 90-day fiancé, right? 90 days. You get that I P1, P1 yes. visa, right? And a previous and, uh, iteration you have 90 of days podcast, yeah. to get married. You got to figure it out. Is it going to work? Yes yeah. or no? And it works? Great. Perfect. Maybe happily ever after 50% divorce rate. Who knows? But if it doesn't work, kick your butt back to your home country. Same thing with NXT. If it's working, great. Have another 90-day cycle, right? But if it doesn't work, thanks for coming. Go practice your craft another place. That's that's the first thing when I when I when I read and heard of the 90-day thing. That's the first thing that came to my mind is <laughs> it, it, it works out. And guess what? Then we'll see. Uh, we won't get stuck with somebody who's dull on, on TV. And especially with all the NIL signings and, and everything like that, when they come in, it's going to be make or break. Those, those, those athletes, because they're going to be athletes, they're gonna they're gonna be good. But are they going to have 90 days to be great on the mic? But you better improve it or you might go be going to work at uh, Joe's Crab Shack or something. That's right. Hell, that's a hell of a point, Kev. I did not think we have a 90-day fiancé crossover on this episode. <laughs> but it fits perfectly, 100%. Jay, I think I, you generally... I just have a question. Yes, Jeff. Can we have a 90-day clause, not just for the performers, but for creative too? <laughs> Please that's, with that's NXT. Nah, learn about. No, that be, we got to, it can't always be a hundred percent on the performers. Okay. Well, yeah, especially with these young guys, it's like, there's some bad creative out there and these people can stay there forever. I think you should have 90 days to make a, a story stick too. This is how you can tell who is going to make it. And who's not a cream of the crop or whatever that saying is. Oh, yeah. I think that this is a good idea. However, there's got to be some contingencies with this. Like the Persia story. Yeah. She, she, you know, she's bought a house. So maybe for those 90 days, WWE builds or purchases an apartment complex, like dorms, for this 90-day cycle. That way that the, the talent coming in, they're not getting stuck with mortgages or leases or whatever. It helps them out in a way where they're still getting paid to be working for WWE to see who can make it without the long-term problems that can damage credit and hurt them in the future. I am all in for this, you know, cream rising to the top situation. It shows who's going to be there and who's not. Yeah. And if you know that going in, if you get let go, it's not a surprise. You know, you know, it's, you know, either you're going to make it or you're not. Well, Persia yeah. thought she was going to make it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Jason wants the real world 
NXT, where superstars are forced to live in a house and stop being polite well, they and have start their own getting places, real. Dummy. No, but you want together. you you want them to you want WWE to build a uh, like complex for them to live in, like the real world or the male models in Zoolander. No, like a dorm. No, I That's want that. About. A no, dorm. I want that. You want no. You want. I want that. I want WWE. cameras rolling, I want and I want that. Hey, you they, want they that? Had, I don't. They had Legends House. Remember that? I mean, it was tough. It was yeah. tough enough, but I think this. Enough. I think this could be better. Yeah, with Nikita Lyons all of a sudden. <laughs> oh no, she's got a mortgage and a house. She's going nowhere. She's going nowhere. She whatever she wants from it from me. <laughs> <laughs> let's sign this to 1090 day deals uh all right yeah no I, i'm you know what i think if that's the way that's fine because i mean that's the thing wwe's they they are clearly at least it's been more well established that they are in the recruiting business they are bringing in new people all the time so as long as you know about that going into it then yeah I, i'm all for it um, one AEW contract notes, Stu Grayson of the Dark Order, no longer with AEW. His contract came up. Uh, apparently, they did not come to terms, so he's officially a free agent. Guys, I mean, just real quick, did he do anything for you? I feel like I barely saw him wrestle and you know, just see a lot of Dark Order backstage things and or run-ins and stuff like that. Uh, he, he, he was really had nothing for me. but He was Dark Order original. Him and Uno came in uh, when they were the Super Smash Brothers on right. the indies prior to AEW. I love the Dark Order. It sucks. Uh, but because of his time in AEW, he's going to be all right. Yeah. Kev, Joe, Next. Any, any stupid top five moments? Yeah. I, I, Wait, we're not doing a five count of this. We're, we're going to run think, out of time. Man. This yeah. is the most we've talked about Stu Grayson in one year of doing this show. <laughs> I, I like the Dark I Order. I had to Google Google him to, to see which one he looked like. To be yeah. honest, I just a lot I of the guys in Dark Order. I outside of John yeah. Silver and in Cabana, maybe. yeah, and a couple of them that you know, Uno, ten. negative yeah, one. Yeah, Uno's got the mask. Matt, yeah, Ten's got the mask. Cabana, the chicks, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he he did seem like kind I of said a, it. A, a, <laughs> we I, heard it. That's how a, that's how they're portraying themselves. So I can say it. He caught, I put, I retweeted it just because I'm guessing it was on a, you know, uh, being the elite that like he cut this promo on Hangman that was just like, all I do is sit in catering. I hate it. I want to wrestle. And and whoever posted it was like, that was a shoot. Holy cow. So who knows? We'll see. We'll see if he pops up on our TV sometime. Uh, all right. So last week, a topic on the show uh, was that it appeared for the first time since August 2020. Almost two years ago, Roman Reigns was not scheduled to be on a PLE. Well, the next night on SmackDown, that all changed. And I guess I should have looked at the spoilers more closely because it wasn't <laughs> a big show. We wouldn't have done that topic. But nevertheless, we did. Um, so the tag team unification match has now been made into a six-man tag match. Bloodline versus RK Bro and Drew. So we no longer getting the tag unification unless something happens on Friday SmackDown, right? We're recording this Thursday night. Uh, none of the titles are on the line. But on the other hand, we do get Roman. And, and we also get Drew, and he appears to be the next challenger in line. What do you make of all this, guys? I mean, are you okay with this direction this took? I'll let you start, Joe. Um, 
it feels like a house show main event. It, it feels like yeah. a uh, Teddy Long one-on-one with The Undertaker or a tag oh, yeah. match. match. It was just thrown together. Will it be entertaining? Most likely. Any stakes? Nah. Still watch it? Yes. Yep. The thing the thing with me, I I would rather have had the tag team title unifications. That's 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 big. That's that's important, right? You made a big deal about it. I'd almost rather have that match and no Roman on the show versus this six-man tag. Because now I'm like, are they gonna come back to it? The tag team unifications? Is it gonna be at SummerSlam to make a bigger event? But it's like they teased it. Now it's like, yep, here you go. Nope. Not any yeah. longer. And it's, I, I, I'm sure the match will be just fine. And honestly, the, the, the lead up to it from raw, that was the best part of raw. In my opinion, when that double RKO, yeah, that was Riddle great. And Orton, God, fantastic. That great. The whole, that whole segment got me a little bit more excited for the six man tag, but I'm kind of bummed on it. I still yeah. think it's going to be uh, a better show overall than, than some of the lead ups. I truly think it's going to be a good, good show. Yeah. Just the main event on, on paper, eh, but it's probably gonna be better. Jay, you've been a big proponent of unify, unify. We're not getting it. It looks like. No. And that's okay. Um, Joe's right. This is a house show main event. However, who knows what it's going to lead to SummerSlam money in the bank. Money in the bank's coming up. Um, what's after WrestleMania backlash of Palooza? Is there a Saudi show, the UK show? I don't know. That's the September. Um, I really feel like this could be the beginning of Drew winning the title from Roman at the UK show. Oh, mm. interesting. In a triple threat okay. with Tyson Fury. <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. Kidding. No, don't want that. Oh. Um, Drew needs his moment. He won the title at WrestleMania in front of nobody. Yeah. He has done a killer job uh, since he's came back. Mm. You know, uh, he, he, uh, I mean, me personally, not a huge fan. Don't have any of his shirts, but I don't know. I think that the match will be fine. I don't think it'll be the main event. I would be, um, you think Seth coat? Well, we'll get into the show. We'll get into the yeah. show later with predictions. Um, I, w- I would be all about this if this was winner take all. With the title, I would like winner take all. I think that could be fun. I'd be all about that, and, and you know, it would probably be more telegraphed to be Usos Roman, right? But like, give me something because you're right, guys. House show, and house shows are fun, and it'll be a fun match. But it's nothing that I'm like really invested in, right? And we'll see where it goes, uh, and maybe something happens on SmackDown tonight. But um, yeah, so overall, I'm giving the I, I like the unification. <laughs> that was the thumbs up, and this was more like. Eh. So we'll, we'll get into our predictions in just a little bit. Um, just what the world needs. Another wrestling promotion. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> That's all for this week for Kev. Oh, my God. Um, Speak softer. My wife. Because you brought this to our attention. And if not, I, I can. I've got some good bullet points here on what, what this is all about. But it's up. It's your call. So a couple months ago, I told the story about how Freddie Prince Jr. told me I couldn't sit with him at a wrestling show. <laughs> That's right. Um, I've been listening to the Wrestling with Freddie podcast. I taken a, I took a couple weeks off because he had Tony Khan on for two weeks, and I, I 
no, I don't need that awkwardness in my life. But it came out this week that he is in the process of starting a new wrestling promotion. It's going to be an indie promotion. It's going to be based here in L.A. And what's cool about it is he has a plan. He has a three-year plan financially. And what he means by that is, no, it's not three years of storylines. It's he has financing for three years that if he doesn't make a penny, it's going to be good. Everyone's going to get paid. But this is going to be more of a full-scale production of he wants it to be a SAG job, which is, you know, union. Uh, the men and women are going to get equal pay, equal opportunity in the storylines. And, you know, he's looking for ownership of the venue. He posted a, a video on uh, YouTube or uh, on Twitter uh, the, other, the other day. Um, he found a location that was a 40-story building in downtown L.A. with rooftop availability. Imagine that fucking skyline in the background. Unfortunately, the cost was way too much, so uh, that didn't happen. But this is going to be an opportunity for a guy that gets it. He understands. He doesn't know how to book. So he even said in the podcast, I will have to hire people that know what they're doing. This guy worked for WWE for a long time in creative. He, people still go to him for help. He created the acting class. Uh, if you're not listening to Wrestling with Freddie, you should, because I think that it's a, it's a lot of great stories that we've never heard from inside the jet with Vince, with Bruce, uh, with the talent. That's where the Seamus and Wade Barrett act like dogs story came from. And this wrestling promotion is about 18 months away from being a reality. Yeah. Uh, when I first read it and then listened to the podcast, I thought maybe it'd be on the realm of Lucha Underground. Uh, scripted, uh, you know, all-inclusive. But he says, no, it's not going to be like Lucha Underground. And yes, it is another promotion, but this is going to be an L.A.-based. It's going to be an indie to a point. But he has enough connections that I think when free agency rolls around or people get released, he's going to get a lot of big names. So I know Kevin's tapped out. Joe, any thoughts on this new wrestling promotion from Freddie Prince Jr.? I have more faith in this than I do with uh, Create the Narrative or whatever that's called. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> only because he has a plan. I don't know what the heck those three guys are planning, but you know what? He's given himself three years to do something with it. If it works, good for him. Not a big fan of Freddie Prince Jr. In fact, I hate all of his movies, but um, he, has a good he has a good mind for wrestling. So, Well, here's what's interesting. He told the story of when he talked to his agent manager that he wanted to start working again. So he got a Netflix movie. And when they manager said, why do you want to start working again? He said, I want to start a wrestling promotion. And they were like, what are you doing? Like, what are you talking about? Go listen to this week's Wrestling with Freddie. It's a great insight into all of this. And Joe, like you said, he has a plan. It's going to be an 18-month process to get off the ground. And then three years after that. So, yeah. Uh, Brian, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, that's – and honestly, guys, like, I feel this is the stuff that <clears throat> interests me 
more than it probably should. Um, the behind the scenes, the business aspect of it. Like I, Jay, I can remember wait, like when like AEW was being announced, but like there's going to be a new promotion, AEW. And it's like, what's your interest? And like my like interest was not so much like, you know, what wrestlers it'll be, but it was like, will what day will it be on? What time will it be live? Will it be taped? Will they do house shows? You know, like all, all those like business logistics. So that part, you know, when you talk about Freddie with being uh, a SAG and, you know, he, uh, I have in my notes two hour show, you know, he's got all these things like that, that stuff I will follow as hopefully it comes to fruition in 18 months. So, you know, if that stuff somehow fits into the, 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 the lexicon of being able to like watch then like, okay, you know, we're off to a good start. And then, then you can judge the, the wrestling ability and wrestling presentation on its own. But yeah, this stuff actually interests me of like how it gets off the ground and how the presentation will be. So uh, for that part, it at least piques my interest, especially because of Freddie's background. Um, I don't listen to that podcast too much, Jay, but the times I have, he's great. And I, I love hearing those stories and love hearing about his experience. So that right there is a little bit of a credibility that you know, at least gives my attention to you know keep an eye on this thing down the road. And Kevin, Summer Catch is a great Freddie Prince Jr. movie. And Bre Brett does like the, the Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo's. They're, they're actually decently funny. Know what you did last summer. Well, I know what you did One last summer is a rip-off Scream wannabe. Terrible. Rooster on it Peacock is? was awesome. I said movies. Let me, let me ask you this. Freddy on ABC was great. Still a television show. Do you know the difference matter. between the two? Uh, let, let me ask you this, James. I need a feel-good a feel story from Freddie Prince Jr., I, I want to talk in 18 months from now. You're going to say on May 5th, I reminded everybody of the time Freddie wouldn't let me sit with him. I want you to get hired <laughs> by Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> and his now company. So then you can sit with him. <laughs> done. At the head and, of the table. And he Freddy points to you <laughs> via Triple H. And yeah. Xavier Woods is for some reason going to be there too. Wasn't even the one in the row with him. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> um, you know what? It's cool. And I yeah. have friends that are in the industry here, and they've all reached that's, out to him. That's and, cool. And you know, Jack Farmer, Adnan Rishi, I know has went public. We're trying to get in touch with Freddie, and Freddie knows. Freddie goes to indie shows. You know, wrestling pro wrestling is a comedy based wrestling show. That's where mm. he told me I couldn't sit with him. Uh, but not in a mean way. If you're just hearing this for the first time, um, I was looking for a seat. I found a seat. He had them saved. I didn't know. And he was totally nice. And when I looked up and I realized it was Freddie Prince Jr., I laughed and thought, was he in Mean Girls? Because that would have been ideal. Uh, so Freddie Prince Jr. is A-OK -okay with me. Not that he cares. And neither does Joe. Joe's we'll just keep an eye on that. Yep, that's all right. We'll keep an eye on all that. Um, one thing that is coming out officially, I think later today, being Friday that you're listening, uh, Cody Rhodes, Broken Skull, the Stone Cold. Um, he has Cody's done a ton of media uh, since mm -hmm. his WWE. He was on the Ringer podcast like immediately after the match. Uh, YouTube, you have the medium media scrum after Mania. He did after the bell last week with uh, Corey and Vic Joseph. So with all that, I don't know how much or how little you guys have heard those. So he's had a ton of interviews. What's the one question you want Austin to ask Cody? 
and I, I, I'll go first if you guys don't mind. Uh, my question, uh, Austin asked Cody, is did you solve racism with that a go go promo? <laughs> okay, that's not really the well, question. That's not really the question. Um, <laughs> well, have you seen some of the clips that have come out about this yet already? They do that, 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 was yes, the, the, the question rapid, oh, yeah. thing, rapid fire. Arena of Time, by the way, is, is my favorite Zelda game of all time. So oh, I'm, yeah. They went back yeah. and forth on that. Yeah. It was, it was great. Um, that was no, funny. My real question is who was it the most difficult to share the news to that you were leaving AEW? Who like who took it the hardest and go from there? Well, you you know what? He's done, you know, he's done out of character with Satin. He did Graves. You know, he's done, you know, so many of these things. Uh, I'm I want to say that that question has been answered, but I think Stone Cold is going to go completely different directions. And if they're drinking, which will be awesome. You know, I don't know if Cody's a drink. Well, yeah, he is a drink because yeah. he has the Nightmare Bourbon Bar yeah. in his new house. Right. Um, I thought it was funny with the Zelda question. The Our Lady Peace was <laughs> hilarious. <Who? laughs> Why didn't Austin go, what? What? No, what? the best with, with, with the countdown, he's like, 30 seconds. He looked at his clock, he's like, well, that was 53 seconds. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited for this. I'm you know, I was big on Cody on the Indies after I saw him live for the first time on the Jericho Cruise. Just seeing him take over that crowd was awesome. And I was a fan the whole time. Uh, towards the end of AEW, it got a little weird. I mean, we all can agree on that. Yep. And now that he's back listening to his interviews and stuff, he just seems happy and he's having fun. Now, whether or not that's all part of the show or that's real, I don't know. I don't care. For me... I'm all in and I will watch. I don't know when it releases. I don't know if there's like a time or if it's at like midnight or whatever. But by the time we convene next week or reconvene, I think that's the right word. I will have watched it maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Who else has a question they want? Yeah. Cody to oh, question, I never did answer that, did I? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Jason. <laughs> no, I'm good. I you had a lot. I, to I was going to say something completely inappropriate, and I won't. Do my, that. Okay. my question I want Austin to ask because he's just so straightforward with it is this: Why did you take yourself out of the title picture in AEW? Okay, it's a good That's one. Good. Yeah. That's a good one because yeah, that that pigeonholed him into doing what he had. It, it, he would have been an 18-time TNT champion, one on TBS. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> 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 good, job. good job joe appreciation week i love it um that one was actually Ke- worth a laugh kev any good. question any question no, I, for austin I, I i would probably just touch base one of the questions in the rapid fire was uh his dream match he said aj you're gonna touch base yeah. on uh the gray matches with seth i want austin to ask him if you had a three-year plan who would you want to <laughs> face so he actually yeah. names people because in our minds we're like let him go against him. Let him go against him. We we want it all. I want Cody to specifically say name, 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 you know, uh, uh, different different type of thing like that. Uh, this is who I want to do a program with after Seth. Will we see it? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. But at least it's in our minds that maybe we will see it. So, well, they got a question. Yes, sir. Undies or briefs? No. It is, you know, he is a very proud star trek fan but he loves star wars as well i want to know if he thinks boba fett's a bitch or not i think <laughs> i think boba fett's a bitch 
<laughs> that sounds like a t-shirt to me. <laughs> <laughs> Boba, no. that's a bitch. That's awesome. Boba right. rated. <laughs> Looking forward to that. That, that should be fun. Um, all right. Uh, by the way, quick condolences. Uh, quick condolences goes out to the marriage of Dana Brooke and Reggie. Oh, leave the memories alone. Um, if you guys saw the video we posted on our YouTube and socials, thought those crazy kids were going to make it. Um, but here we are two weeks later and it's over. <laughs> Let's get just on. like, just like with NXT, they had 98. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty oh, much right from the very go. get go. You're right, Kev. Uh, let's get into yeah backlash wrestlemania backlash is this sunday we're gonna do a little preview prediction roundtable fun uh how about aj styles and edge and, and uh that was fun a little thin balor uh coming down to the ring so maybe that's gonna set up some some tags uh and down the road um what do you guys see happening with this one i'll uh, i'll go to you joe I'm predicting Edge wins and Balor turns on AJ and joins Judgment Day. Ooh, no, okay. <laughs> spit take, really? Yeah, like the bubble. What? He just saved him. Okay. Yeah, because because that's never happened in wrestling before, where it's the fake save the night the raw before. That would be a fraud. Ah, Joe, you're so negative. No, I think it's no. I think product. I think that Finn Balor joining with. Damian Priest and Edge is a better fit yes. for him. That would be pretty badass, honestly. Like the evil demon would be awesome. Wow, oh, that's like eight hours of paint every time. <laughs> like nobody wants that. Fuck. But yes, I think it's I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good. I think it's a good idea. Let Ballard join. I thought that was actually going to happen on Monday. I really okay. did. Too soon to add another member. I don't I don't know. Finn doesn't do it. Finn doesn't do it for me anymore. Well, the, his run that's, is like heel NXT. Yeah, was really that's bad. So yeah, with the Prince that back into it again. Yeah, the Prince. You pull that back in, then I, I think there's something there. But I saw. I don't see it happening like you do, Joe. But I could. I could live with it. Of course, the rumors are that Ciampa and Rhea Ripley are going to join that's as well. Rumor. Saw something today I thought was interesting, and it would give her something to do. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, that's a weird one. There's some, some something's going oh, on with that. Well, she did just get married, so she did get married, but then mm. she came back for the you know she had all those therapy sessions. She came back to Saudi, and then it was never seen from again. Then she got married, and and which has lasted longer than Reggie and Dana Brooke. I think you're right. Yes. <laughs> I think her and Ryan Cabrera are, are doing okay. Um, all right. So how about uh, Lashley and uh, Omos? I, I would have to think Omos gets it done just because Lashley won at Mania. There's probably some MVP shenanigans involved. What do you guys think on this? One? I, I think I think Omos can win and, and maybe he just, uh, you know, Lashley was uh, fortunate for not getting hurt. Maybe they play into that. They Amos just kind of goes after his body, and then uh, you know maybe you have uh, uh, Jimmy Smith saying, "Oh yeah, it, 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 he he almost hurt himself when the ropes collapsed." Omos is taking advantage of it. Uh, I think it's, it's gonna be a dud. Okay, <laughs> big old dud. Big dud. Give us a little dud. Who who thinks it's also a dud? 
Dud. Jay. Dud. 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 Also, which is a shame. Which is a shame. It's an absolute shame that this is what Lashley's doing. It's not feeling it, huh? I'm not the one who said MVP should turn and join Omos, and now we're getting it, but it's not hitting it for you, huh? Hater. This is much. This is very similar to when I wanted Matt Cardona and Nick Gage, and then I got it, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lashley deserves better. Omos is great, but I mean, he's no Veer. Veer, there's something going on with Veer. There's something going on. Um, and it's a shame that he's not cool guy Twitter Veer. Oh, but yeah, he's still, awesome. I still enjoy the squashes. I don't know if that'll lead to anything, but I'm okay. This is the Ryback move. Yes, it is. Yeah. And the Strowman move. Yeah. And the Strowman move. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So there, there's something there. Um, another one that I could also categorize as dud. Uh, Cor- Corbin. <laughs> that's a shirt dud um corbin and moss and i think there's something there with moss and we all we've gone over corbin time and time again but i think i think we're ready for both of these guys to go to their separate corners to fight other people all right so i think it's going to be madcap moss yeah i do obviously um what i really want and this is you know, a couple months away from happening. When did Happy Corbin become happy? When he was in Vegas last summer for SummerSlam. This year, Vegas, Money in the Bank, he loses it all again. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's full circle. That and like. then, give, you know, start it that way. Maybe not as extreme as last year, where he is, you know, his hair looked ridiculous and he lost all of his shit. Yeah. Um, maybe put him on a losing streak. Okay. But I think I think we all can agree this is Mad Cat Moss, and then uh, we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, I like I like him in the ring too. Like the gimmick, I'm not in love with, but I see the ability in him too. That there, there's something there. It's just a matter of if it'll actually come to full fruition. Uh, Charlotte and Rhonda, I quit. Dud. Oh, what? Dud. There it is. Fucking hater. You are a fucking hater, Joe. There it is. Yeah. Did you expect anything less from Joe Appreciation Week on Flair and Rousey? Um, All right, Joe. I got a question for you then. All right. I'll How would you book this match? I wouldn't. <laughs> Not a fucking option, <laughs> idiot. That's the best. <laughs> How would if you if you want to make this work, make it work. <laughs> that was okay, I want to. I want to make it work. I want Charlotte to quit in like five minutes, but then go away for a year, come okay. back at Mania, because that's the only way you're gonna like basically like Charlotte has go away heat right now. She does With you. No, not just with me. Like, <laughs> like, have you watched SmackDown? They're booing her just to like. Never mind. I'm not even. I've talked about. I talked about her longer than I wanted to. So right. she quits in five minutes. Rousey uh, dominates uh, up till Survivor Series. Charlotte's gone. Comes back at Mania. No, um, kind of like the Cody Rhodes uh, return. You don't expect it to happen. Move on. 
All right. So that potentially could happen. Uh, would if there was rumors that Charlotte was going to do uh, a remake of Walking Tall, where she was going to oh, be. I the remember star. that rumor. Yeah. So if that's the case, great. I like the idea of Charlotte going away for a little while, but if Charlotte is going to win, that is going to be huge news that Ronda Rousey taps out. That would be a huge story. Ronda yeah. goes away for a while because honestly. She has not been good this run. You know who would have been a good mouthpiece for her? Malcolm Bivens. That would have been an interesting pairing. Whoa, that'd be Lots okay. of fun. Yeah. So look, I think what's going to happen, Charlotte will win. But it will do, be due to the help of one Drew Gulak. Oh, my. Yeah, he's been getting involved in that whole thing. Yes. <laughs> That's got me sold. God, you're such Drew a dick. Gulak. I hope there's a PowerPoint to go along with it. <laughs> you would, fucking nerd. This, this is my one thing. With, this is on my one fire. hope from this no, he's match. Not. My Boom, one shakalaka. My my one hope from this match. I hope Rhonda becomes prepared. I feel like she's looked lost. In, in in several matches, I feel like she she doesn't look like she has the confidence, and it, it's it's very awkward. It's extremely well, the problem extremely is awkward. The problem is this: the music hits. This is Ronda Rousey. Gets to the steps. Yeah, mean make mug. Make up it, your fucking mind. Make and, up your mind. And, and if the crowd's not behind you, I think she. If people aren't cheering for her. I feel like it only gets it only gets worse. She's like the awkward kid in front of a class who can't give the presentation, and, and it and it's just so weird and it rambles and rambles, just like I'm doing right now. I'm rambling, right? That's what she does in the ring, and it just looks terrible. This is make or break. If she does not look good, I, I I'm done. So with with Ronda, Charlotte's still top badass. So I can't badass. I don't agree with Joe on on the 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 oversaturation of of Charlotte, but. Charlotte deserves a lot of credit in every match and everything with Ronda so far. <laughs> Imagine anyone else on SmackDown with Ronda. It would I don't know. I, I fast forwarded the I, I fast forwarded the WrestleMania match and I don't regret it. I'm I'm torn Nobody between I'm torn between Ronda should win uh, because then they'll be one and one and we'll see what happens and hopefully it's a good match. I'm torn between that and. Wanting Charlotte to win just for more Joe torture. <laughs> she goes along with that. My allegiances are, t- are torn on this one. Joe, if Rhonda, if Rhonda loses, yeah. can your wife punch you? No, no. I, I, I want, Joe, realistic. Are you going to watch uh, the pay-per-view or the premium live event? Yes. As it's happening? Yeah. Do, do us all a favor. Use the restroom during that? Done. No. Make myself a sandwich during that? Done. Oh, my God. Film your reaction. Oh, I can do it right now. God, you're such a hater. Jay, Jay, just stop trying. What? what, Huh? Huh? Stop trying, Jay. It's over? It's over. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, my God. I don't like her. You deal with it. I'm starting not to like you right now. Started? (laughs) Took you long enough. The Twippy for Feud of the Year. It's either MJF and Punk or Joe and Charlotte. Let's go see how those votes come in. All right. right. Well, she'll win because she always has to. 
Well, you may be right, my friend. But this would make sense. This would be a better story if Charlotte does win. She makes Ronda Rousey tap out. That's fucking I get huge. It. I get it. Her I two losses in UFC, yeah. she got knocked the fuck out. Yes, she did. Yeah. Then what? All right. We'll figure it out. We've had enough on this one. Um, Cody and Seth, the rematch. Um, not dud. I not dud. Thank you. Yes, we all agree on that one. Um, I think I think Seth wins. I think there's cheating involved. I think it sets up something, you know, yeah. like a hell in a cell or something. Whatever, you know, the ladder match or something. You know, no holds barred. Uh, I think we're going one on one on this one. Uh, cause this dude's really good. Uh, Kev, go ahead. I, I agree. We need to 100%. let Jay and Joe have a breather here. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I, as much as I, I find myself rooting and I love Seth. I, I just the dances and the, and the suits Cody comes out and I'm like, I, I never find myself rooting against Seth, but I want Cody to win, but I don't want him to win because I kind of want this to, keep going and keep yeah. going. I don't want it to be a, just a two month program uh, or a month, I guess, program. Uh, I, I think Seth will win and then he's going to come out and be even more obnoxious on Monday and it'll be fantastic. And it's only going to make Cody more popular. That's the thing. You might be right. Jay, Cody and Seth. It could go either way. And it I know could. that's not really a hot take, but uh, I'm going to say Cody wins and he moves on. Okay. Um, I don't know who with, but yeah, I would love that. You know, I've been talking about this uh, Seth Becky natural born killers run for a while, Ooh, like okay. to see them both oh, losing their shit. Cause they can't get it together. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Something but um, I'm going to say Cody wins and then move on. Joe? I think Cody wins, stays undefeated until SummerSlam, where he loses to Roman, wins the Rumble to get his title shot back, and wins at Mania. We're going to be there for Cody versus Roman? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I think he'll be undefeated up till then, and that's where he loses. Book that territory, Joe. I'm okay with that. I'd be all right to be in Nissan Stadium for that one. Uh, so, yeah, blood, <laughs> Bloodline, RK, Bro, and Drew, we talked about how we're just not feeling it quite as much as unification match. Um, so, I think because there's no titles on the line, <laughs> I'm going with um, RK, Bro, and Drew. I think maybe, maybe you know, Drew gets a win, not over Roman per se, but, um, but pins one of the Usos, and, and then we have some fun with that moving forward where they can have some high-profile one-on-one matches. There's some shenanigans going on in the text. That's crazy. <coughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you all right there, Brian? You guys got to get off the rails. All right, focus. Who, who, whose thoughts on this one? Main event. I'm going to start drinking beer and shut up. Uh, this could have been the way that Roman lost the belts if this was a winner-take-all. And come tonight on SmackDown, they may announce that's the, the stipulation. Um. You know, one of the Usos could get pinned or, you know, that or they went there or the bloodline wins and uh, begins the RK bro separation. I don't know. Uh, we'll go with RK bro and Drew. I feel like this I'm, I'm at this point in this podcast, like Joe has kind of like sucked the fun out of everything. So I love this. Are you kidding me? This is what are you talking about? 
Joe's been on fire. I love it. I love it. He's just been upset that I've been speaking the truth. And and, and I appreciate you. I'm acknowledging. Thank you. This is your. Oh, you're acknowledging me. Yes, oh. I'm acknowledging that I appreciate you. Yes. Oh, Jason's about to walk out. No, no. Stick stick around. Stick around. We're almost done. Um, Kevin, any uh, main event prediction? Uh, in theory, kind of touched base on it a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think RK Bro uh drew will win it's going to be a crazy spot fest at the end just a lot of uh rko and then a spear and then the claymore and then whatever usos do they do the 3d now or have they been one d one d one One and done uh and they're gonna do that and it's gonna and then it's gonna lead to i think uh just Roman being in the wrong place. He's going to take an RKO. He's going to take a Claymore. It's going to take more than just one finishing move to end him off. But yeah, I think I think Drew's going to get the pin on Roman. Hey now, no belts, okay. no nothing. I and like it, that. And that matchup is is inevitable for SummerSlam. Yeah, which will be pretty. Which like, will be pretty cool. I'll take or, it. I like Jay's thinking of uh, the England pay per view in September. Yeah. Well, Drew did. Rematch, but. Drew did did just come out. On uh, uh, we're recording on Thursday, so it came out Thursday that Drew said he thinks there should be one champion per show. So is that foreshadowing? Maybe in the future, we'll see. But uh, uh, well, let me ask you this. Let me pose this question: Do you guys want to see Roman just continue uh, to defend the unified title, or does he just yes. say, "I'm going to defend this one title"? Because you are kind of like what Becky Smackdown. Lynch said. Say what, Joe. Kind of like what Becky Lynch did when she was uh, Becky Two Belts. Yeah. No, I, I'm fine with unified mm. Roman. It's it's too fresh still. This is the first big show since May. Mm-hmm. Let's let it roll for a little bit. Randy's mm-hmm. the one to beat Roman. That'd be cool. To get number 15? And 16. Technically, he's holding uh, two belts. I, well, no, I, I think it's only that. one. It's only one. Oh. Yeah, And then Roman gets, it back. Right. Roman gets it back at Survivor Series. Moxley returns at the Royal Rumble to set up the triple threat well, at WrestleMania. Oh, so so the seventy percent money, money in the bank. bank sounds like that stock has dropped a little. No, if he doesn't win Money in the Bank, then maybe he'll come back. If he Royal doesn't Rumble. win it, yeah, he'll be. Well, Nasdaq did take a hit today, so you know, <laughs> stock did go down it's, a little bit. Volatile market right now. I think you guys have a great idea if it was a house show match, but I think you don't have to send the fans home ha- happy for a premium uh, live event. So I got the bloodline winning. Okay. All right. Like every, like Kevin, the way you booked it, I could see that ending a house show. Like, you know, the RK bro RKO and then the Claymore and everyone leaves happy. But I think this one's going to get some shenanigans involved and uh, Roman wins. Okay. Well, maybe I'll see that house show ending. In good old Fort Wayne, two weeks from this Sunday, when Brett and I go to the house show, we'll get a full report from the Fort Wayne house show. Hopefully, is Ro? Do you know any of the matches? Or have, have you heard I, like, I, oh, I, you know, I, all the favorite stars will be appearing? Yeah, the, it just they keep showing Becky and Seth. I don't know if it's all raw they're or if they're raw touring show. together. It, Cody will be there. He's doing the loop. He he's going every house show. He is. That's, that's he pretty is cool. all in. Well, I'm changing my question for Austin. Austin needs to ask Cody. Cody, will you make it to Pierre's on your trip to Florida? <laughs> <laughs> right, Kev? Yeah, you got to stop at Pierre's. 
Well, you're with the band of your theme music. Yeah, with our that they're playing the air. I know you're out there. Somewhere out. Oh my god. Yes. Well said. All right, we got to wrap this up before we. Yes, we do. With our lady peace songs. Actually, one more thing. Would you guys like to play a game? Make your choice. Yeah, I know. Is this war games? Here's the game. I found when I was looking around for Pittsburgh Marathon memorabilia a pack of 1991 WWF playing cards. Oh, that's awesome. I thought that was a wristband. What? Excuse me? I thought it was a wristband. I would have paid $50 for that. Here's the game I proposed there are 14 cards. Each card is a different wrestler. I want to give you guys each 30 seconds family feud style. Name as many wrestlers as you can. Every four that you get right is a stadium beer at SummerSlam. So four, eight, 12, you each get three. If there's only four, then we're gonna have to figure out a way that to find out who gets the one, right? We'll, so we'll we'll cross that bridge down the road. I'm confused. I'm so confused. We'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah. it out. We're the smart guys. Isn't the point is, if you can get twelve out of fourteen, you each get a beer. And then if there's less, we'll figure it out who gets the beer, right? So we have to guess who's on the cards. Correct. You have thirty seconds. This, uh, if I didn't say the year, this is nineteen ninety-one. Okay, I did nineteen ninety-one. I'm going to get, I got my little stopwatch here. Are we all doing it together? No, one at a time. Family. So who would like to go first? I will. I feel Uh, like we should do it together. And if, and if, if, uh, if you name it, I'm going to flip the card over and and we just keep going in 30 seconds. I'll say time. So much for wrapping up this podcast. Exactly. Going off the rails. 30 seconds on the clock. Ready, Joe? Yep. Begin. Hogan. Warrior. Savage. Uh, Axe, Smash, Bobby the Brain Heenan, uh, Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, mm, I'm going to go with, uh, uh-oh, I'm losing time right now. Oh, crap. Uh, Tito Santana, Rick Martel, Jake the Snake Roberts, Million Dollar Man, Andre the Giant, and uh, Miss Elizabeth, Sherry Martel, Bret Hart, Four seconds. Tim Nightheart. Uh, time, time. Okay. Joe, you got five. All right, I earned a beer. Very nice. Very nice. I, so, Joe, you got Hogan. Well, you shouldn't tell us. Because <laughs> yeah, they, 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 this game's over now. The game's over. You you just said five. They had to decide which ones are right. So, Macho Man and Hogan, we so don't show anybody okay, until okay, the end. Right. Okay, you're right. So, sorry, fair guys. Enough, I right, mean, we all right. knew we were going to say Macho and That's Hogan. No, but I was, I was doing that to hopefully encourage you guys to keep guessing right answers. Okay. All right. We have, I'll go. We Oh, sorry. Sorry, Jason. Who's going next? I'll go. All right, Jay. Coco Beware, Yokozuna, Doink, Rick Rude, Macho Man, Vince McMahon, Lord Alfred Hayes, Mean Gene Okerlund, Shawn Michaels, Diesel, Razor, One, Two, Three, Kid, Brooklyn Brawler, Barry Horowitz, and D's Nuts 69 from Chicago. <laughs> Five seconds. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Time. Zero. Awesome. Can't wait. 
I'm not drinking anymore anyway right now. So Joe is yeah. six to begin with. So your non one beer. You got to bring it home, brother. Ready? All right. Yep. Begin. Uh, <laughs> Hogan, Macho Man, Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, uh, Bret Hart, The Undertaker, Mr. Perfect. Uh, Are you reading? No, no The Rockers. <laughs> okay. I thought you Googled. Uh, Bret Hart, uh, Shawn Michaels, The British Bulldog, Vince McMahon, Harvey Whippleman, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, Roddy Roddy Piper, uh, Tito Santana. Uh, time, time, time. Hey, not bad. Not bad. You cheated. Are you counting Hogan and Savage with him? Because count. no, no, you, those shouldn't count. That's why I didn't no, say it was, a, it was a collective effort. That's what okay. I was trying to say. Like, oh, these ones are eliminated. Don't say those ones anymore, right? You guys ended up with nine out of fourteen. Nine out of fourteen. The ones you well you now you got to tell us all the fourteen. Okay, <laughs> sorry, so, Jason. Just tell us all the fourteen. Hogan. Okay. I'm going with the ones you did first. Hogan, After dark. Macho. Liz. She's the queen. Get it? I got that one. Warrior. The Joker. Uh. Un- oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I got, I'm, I'm messing this up. Oh, my God. No. Um, <laughs> well, you got Undertaker. Undertaker, I said. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, Taker. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Good job, Kev. That was Damn you. It. Where's that man. Oh, I said, I said, yeah, see, yep, British Bulldog. I think that was you, nice. Kev? yeah, Piper. That was you, Kev. I wish uh, I would have said that one. So, the five that you did not say, Big Boss Man, oh, nice, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> I'm guessing Slaughter, oh. no, Iron Sheik. No. This this is a this is a good one. Bull call. You're gonna go. Oh damn it! But I can see why you'd forget it. Legion of Doom. Ah, see, I, I went with well. demolition. Last two, I think, were pretty tough. If Doink's oh, not the Joker, I'd be. Oh, you already <laughs> said he wasn't, right? The Dragon, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, I forgot he was there in '91. I know, as, as the Dragon, right? Yeah. I said, if you said Ricky, I would have given it to you. Last but not least, and I was. 100% confident that there was no way you could get 14 out of 14 because of the inclusion of number five on your playing Gorilla, cards. Gorilla Monsoon, Jack Tunney. The Warlord. <laughs> oh, I just said Powers of Pain. Uh, there you go. All right. Can we end so this podcast, please? Two beers, and we'll, we'll, we'll flip coins. We'll do rock, paper, scissors, whatever. You have one more game to play. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'll do it. At that wrestle pods, the social. Check us out. YouTube, social media. We're all there for you. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy backlash. Enjoy wrestling. Have a good week. God, this is over. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Follow that wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it.